Welcome to the NFL Draft Edition of the Bull Take Podcast, Part 2. Yeah, that's right, Part 2 of our first round. If you missed our episode yesterday, we did picks 1 through 16, and it would probably make sense to go listen to that before this one, because then you would just be confused. So, go listen to that one, then come back and listen to this one. It's it's really good. We had very interesting trades from that man across from me. Hey. Big time trade. I had a decently big one. It's a it was a it was a good episode. So go give that a listen. But we're doing picks seventeen through thirty two, closing out the first round, and let's just let's just get into it. So let's start for me. I at seventeenth pick. I have the Chargers. You, I believe, had the Chargers trading up with the Seahawks. The Seahawks. So the Seahawks are at seventeen for you, and the Chargers seventeen for me. Who do you have the Seahawks taking? Um, well, right here, I, uh, I had them move back and I have no quarterbacks coming off the board before them. So here we go. Full pick of quarterbacks. They move back. They get the ideal situation. And I think they take Malik Willis, a guy kind of similar to Russell Wilson, kind of, uh, based on just my own observations. And I think it'd be a perfect guy to fit Pete Carroll's system. I like it. You know, that would not be a bad pick and I would like that for him, but uh, if you haven't already gone the last episode, I did trade have the Lions trade up with the Seahawks to get Malik Willis. So he's off the board for for me for my Seahawks pick later on. But for me, I have the Chargers here at 17. And in the last episode, you said it perfectly. They've gotten pieces on the O-line. They need to get a couple more. And I'm going with a guy that is one of the more underrated, but yet still pretty talked about uh trevor penning from northern iowa big he's i think he's like six seven three twenty that's a big lineman right there and you pair him with rayshon slater uh you got your tackles for the future and protecting your franchise qb so next up at pick 18 uh i believe you have the philadelphia eagles here as well do you so we both have the philadelphia eagles uh Pick 15, we both had them go with linebackers because it made sense, get some young players on the defense. What do you have new in their second first-round pick, or do you have them picking here at all? I do have them picking here, um, but I have them staying on the defensive end. I think they still need some help on that. Their offense did a pretty good job getting them. Number one rushing offense in the NFL. Last year. So I think really they need to attack offense, and they need to get some help in the secondary now. And so I have them taking Trent McDuffie out of Washington. This guy has been good. Washington's had a recent history of producing some pretty good corners. Um, so I think that that can really help them boost that defense. I 100% agree with you, but I do not have Trent McDuffie on my board. Uh, I have the next best corner, which comes from arguably the best, one of the best defenses in college football last year. Uh, Andrew Booth Jr. from Clemson get a young corner out there. They did lose Steven Nelson, a former Steeler who went to Philadelphia. They lost him. Get a young guy like that to replace him. Would not be bad at all. So next up is pick number 19 for the New Orleans Saints. I don't know. I don't think you have. I think you have the Saints picking here, right? You have them trading their last one. Got it. Yes. So we both have the Saints picking here. Do we have another QB coming off the board for you here? No, we don't. I think with the signing of Jameis Winston, at least in my books, that makes them think that they're going to stay out of the I agree. quarterback market for this first round. Um, but you talked about this with their pick that you had them make, and had they made that pick for me, I would have had them doing the same thing. Um, but they need to replace Teron Armstead. UAPB! The Saints, <laughs> the Saints have historically 
last few years had one of the best offensive lines in football. Yes. And so they really that's really gonna be a big thing if they want Jameis Winston to succeed. Um, especially with the lack of skill position players. And like Jameis coming off year. an in- major injury, too. Absolutely. So I have them taking Bernard Rainman out of Central Michigan, guy that's rose on boards, um, and he's looked really, really good. And so I think he could help make a big-time difference on that offensive line. Not mad. I like the I like the pick. For mine, I kind of went different. I had them going tackle first, like you said. And then the second pick, I had them adding some depth to wide receiver because besides Michael Thomas, who really hasn't done much in the last year or two, um, they really don't have much besides him. So I have them going with the next best wide receiver, even though he's technically not who I think is the best wide receiver in the draft. Uh, I'm going with Drake London from USC. Like you said before, I don't really know much about him because I really didn't pay as much attention to USC this year because, well... The Pac-12 really wasn't much this year, so, uh, but um, sure he could be a pretty good piece for the Saints. You know, unfortunately it won't be Sean Payton controlling the offense, but he can still be a fun piece to play with. Absolutely. And now pick number twenty for the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steelers making multiple moves in the offseason, and you gotta wonder. <clears throat> What are they doing here? But before that, we didn't get to talk about this when it happened. A quick rest in peace for Dwayne Haskins. Absolutely. Uh, we Thoughts and prayers go out to his family. But now, what do you have the Steelers doing here at pick 20? I'll be um, judging you, so you got to do good here. Hey, I think I did right by you right here. Okay. Um, I have them taking Trevor Penning out of Northern Iowa. I think this guy could make a big difference on that offensive line. While this team tries to figure out really what they want to do at the quarterback position, I think this guy gives you, you know, takes one less problem out of your mind when you think about this offense. Okay, I like it. I like the pick. I don't blame you. For, I don't blame for it. And that's I would not be upset if they went that way. But I that's not what I think they're gonna do. You know, and that's how I'm doing this as my mark. Not what I want them to do, but what I think they're gonna do. And I'll tell you what it is. I heard something, I've done this mock draft mostly before today, but I heard some from Mike Tomlin that they have scouted QBs this year the same way they scouted running backs last year. And what did they end up doing last year? Took a running back. Yep, they took Najee Harris, which I do not hate. Najee Harris, I love you. Don't take that the wrong way. You're going to be carrying our offense for the next couple of years. So that can only mean one thing. Uh, Even though Malik Willis is off the board, which is the only QB I would be any bit interested in them picking in the first round. If they want to pick Cole Kelly in like the fourth round, I would not be upset then. But I have them going with a Mr. Sam Howell from North Carolina, even though, you know, if I'm being honest, if Malik Willis is not there, I'd much rather us go somewhere like O-line, like defensive tackle where Jordan Davis could fit, like wide receiver where Traylon Burks could fit. I think they're going to end up going QB even though, we signed Mitchell Trubisky to a two-year contract. So, yep, I have them going Sam Howell. So, next up, uh, the New England Patriots. Questions all around. Lost some pieces uh, in free agency. One of their top corners, J.C. Jackson, along other pieces as well. What do you see Bill Belichick and company doing here at pick 21? Or are they here at 21? They are here at 21. I have them making the pick that I had them make in our last mock draft, if you heard, for the same reasons. Jameson Williams, great receiver, 
could really help Mac Jones getting that relationship with a receiver he's already had. We've seen it work out time and time and time again in the recent history of the NFL. That's why a lot of teams are trying to do it. That is chemistry that you don't have to work to develop in NFL time. These guys have already done it in college. So it would be perfect for these two guys who know each other so well to put these pieces together. And New England always finds a way to make these random assortment of receivers work. So even if Jameson Williams isn't 100% ready to go opening day, this team will be ready to handle it until he gets back. They did, of course, made a trade for Devontae Parker earlier this mm-hmm. this year, so that's not bad. Uh, I also have him going wide receiver, but not Jameson Williams. He went off my board in my at number 10, actually. So I have them going with what I believe is the best wide receiver in the class, bar none. I wish he wasn't going to this team, but that's the way it worked out. And I think that if New England gets him, that they would love to have him. I haven't gone with Traylon Burks. I think Traylon could be really good in New England's offense, could be a you know a quick pass threat for Mac Jones, and can also be a deep threat for Mac Jones as well. So uh, multiple ways he could help contribute. Traylon's the pick. Wish he was a stealer. So next up, pick 22. I have this for the Baltimore Ravens. You have New Orleans New Orleans picking here. So I'll start with you. Who does New Orleans go with? You got him go tackle last time. So I have the same thought process as you. Offensive line first, receiver yeah. second. Um, and so with that, I have them taking a bit of a shocker pick here. A guy I like, though, Sky Moore. Okay. Western I like him too. I like him too. I think he could be a uh, a Kadarius Tony or a Tyreek Hill kind of guy, kind of a, a weapon. You could use him in the jet sweeps, and you could use him on the quick little short routes. I think that that's really where he could shine. And really, if they decide to bring Michael Thomas back, if he's even healthy, he could be a good, you know, offsetting to the tough physical play of Michael Thomas. Not mad. I like. That's not a bad pick at all. I went instead, of course, mine was the Ravens. Uh, I went with, you said this earlier when picking for the Ravens, their main need is defensive tackle. That's a main need. They could get that inside. And also just the entire front line in general on the defense because Calais Campbell is getting up there in age. Derek Wolf's getting up there in age. Uh, so I have them going with, uh, my one again, another one of my favorite prospects. I would not mind if Steelers drafted him. Uh, Jordan Davis from Georgia. I really like Jordan Davis. Big time beast. I forget. He ran like a four seven nine, I think, at the combine, which is for someone his size, insane. Insane. So I think he'll be good. And like I said, as much as I hate to do it and help my division rival, it's a good pick for him. And I think they do that. So next up at twenty three, I believe we both have the Cardinals here, the Arizona Cardinals. Questions all around for Kyler Murray. There was. Would they trade him? He took all his pictures off. Then the Cardinals took all their pictures of him off. It was a back and forth. And now Kyler's like, yeah, I'll play, but I want my money pretty much. So that's a question to answer there. What do you have the Cardinals doing here? Um, I think they're going to try their best to make Kyler Murray happy. And where do they need help? O-line. Um, and I've got them taking Tyler Linderbaum out of the University of Iowa. This guy's clear-cut the best interior lineman in the draft. Um, you know, nothing but tackles have flown, flown off my board yet. This is the best interior alignment, and I think this would be a great addition to help boost that offensive line. We agree on one for, like, I think a second or third time. I 100% agree. Tyler Lindenbaum, just a lot. He can move around on the line. He can play center. He can play guard, too. 
really helpful for the Cardinals and just trying to help protect Kyler Murray. But Kyler's also got to try to stay in the pocket and not scramble every play. Otherwise, they can't really do much protecting him there. So next up at 24, we have America's team. Not really. The Dallas Cowboys. Uh, I have nothing good to say about them. They lost a couple pieces. Who you got the Cowgirls picking here? Um, they're going to try and rebuild their offensive line. That looks pretty uh, definite with what they've done this yes. year. Um, so I think that Zion Johnson would be a good young replacement to help beef up that offensive line. I like, I like it. I also agree 100%. Offensive line makes a ton of sense. And also, the last time they made, re- built the O-line through the draft, you know, remember, they had one of the best rushing attacks for several years. Mm-hmm. Had guys like they made DeMarco Murray look phenomenal. We saw him when he went to Philadelphia. Yeah. Darren McFadden had over a 1,000-yard rushing season. Zeke's rookie year, he was in the MVP conversation because of that O-line. Because of the O-line, not because of Zeke. Let's get that out of the way. So, uh, Irison agree, go online. Uh, actually, I'm going with Bernard Raymond because they did lose Leo Collins. He signed with Cincinnati in the offseason. So, I think getting a young tackle, a guy that's kind of risen up the boards lately. You talked about him a little bit ago, but I think getting either, any piece of the O-line at this pick would not be bad for Dallas at all. So, next up at 25, uh, I believe you have the Buffalo Bills here as well. Uh so Buffalo wish they had the overtime rules changed a little bit, but you know, now they're again entering off season where big expectations next year need to add in some spots to make them even better contenders. Who do you got bills mafia picking here? Um, they need some receiver help. Um, uh, you know, get another weapon. Um, and they let go of cool Beasley. So they definitely need to make something happen. Um, and so I've got him taking Traylon Burks here. I had him taking Traylon Burks. I would love if that happened. I think that getting Traylon Burks, Stephon Diggs, Josh Allen all together, scary, scary Buffalo team, makes them even more likely to be Super Bowl contenders. Yeah, I would absolutely love if he went to Buffalo. I would not be upset about that at all. And I tell you, for Buffalo, oh, I don't have Buffalo here. This is my, I believe this is my final trade of the drafts right here. I have the Seattle Seahawks, who traded down from 9 to 32, moving back up to 25. And with that, they see some of the linemen going here kind of back-to-back, so they make their move. And also, in mine, Traylon Burks had gone off the board recently, so there's not a lot of big wide receivers projected to go in the first round still there. So I think Buffalo would be more than happy trade back, get some picks, maybe get a guy at the end of the first round to help out. So... I have Seattle going with Zion Johnson. I think they need to uh, go with their O-line. I think they're going to try to have Drew Locke be the quarterback this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how that's going to go, but they're going to – and I think if they are, they should build around him and try to get some O-line pieces to at least make him see what they can get out of Drew Locke And uh, I think his fourth year as a starter, I believe. So that's who I have there. So next up at 26, we have the Tennessee Titans. Really um, should have. Yeah. Really. They really should have done better in the play- playoffs. Getting, I forget how many sacks on Joe Burrow. It was like seven, seven, eight, maybe even 10. I don't, it was, it was a lot. It was a lot. And they lost. Um, of course, let go of Julio Jones in the offseason and acquired, they acquired a wide receiver. Wow. I can't think of his name. It's a decently good wide receiver. I can't. 
Wow, my mind is blank. Uh, I'll find it. Who do you have the Titans picking here? Um, I think I have them picking a guy who is going to hopefully be what they wanted Julio Jones to be, and that's George Pickens. George Pickens is a big physical receiver out of Georgia. Um, had some injury problems that led to him not playing until the second half of the year. Um, but when we saw him step back up for the Georgia, he made big plays, and he looked like the same guy. And so I absolutely think George Pickens is a big move here. Ah, I 100% agree with you in the answer. Uh, Robert Woods, that's who it was. He got traded there. Uh, and I and again, we agree on one. I had the exact same guy going here, George Pickens from Georgia. I think Tennessee desperately needs to get some wide receivers there for, for Tannehill. questions about A.J. Brown's yes, future. They won. And also, yeah, I remember Tennessee had a lot of injuries last year. But I think they, I think it was they led the league and most got total guys on the roster in one year. So getting some depth at wide receiver would not hurt, especially with A.J. Brown getting hurt last year. Pickens is the best wide receiver left. Not mad at all. So next up is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And, you know, you think about it. We were entering when the regular season or the postseason ended for them. We thought maybe they are going to trade up and get a QB. Maybe they do this. And then Tom decided, you know, retirement's not for me. I'm just going to come back just to tick you all off probably. So now Tampa in this position, but with a new coach, Bruce Arians, of course, retired recently. And Todd Bowles took over as a new head coach and also lost some pieces in the offseason. So who do you have Tampa picking here? Uh, I got them going and addressing that offensive line that lost some big pieces, and I have them taking Kenyon Green out of Texas A&M to really secure that interior offensive line that took a big hit uh, this offseason. Wow, we agreed on one again, yet again. Uh, 100% agree. Uh, since I had Zion Johnson going to Seattle, if he was still on my board, I would have them take him, but he's mm-hmm. not. Kenyon Green, not bad as well. A&M's produced some pretty good O-linemen in the past, and like I said, they – they lost some good pieces on the O-line because they thought Tom Brady was retired and they weren't going to be as much, so they were going to go get paid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't know if they're kind of regretting because, I mean, they got money, so I don't know. Uh, we now move to pick 28 for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, we both have them going up and getting a, uh, Chris Olave, mm-hmm. uh, the probably the best route runner. We both have not the same pick, but uh, well, that was with the earlier pick. Now there's their other pick, uh, pick 28. What do you have them doing here? Uh, O-line, I think uh, Aaron Rodgers got hit a lot more than he likes to get hit this year, and part of that had to do with David Bakhtiari missing a lot of time this year, but still, they would like to keep that jersey relatively clean, and so I think they're going to go Tyler Smith out of Tulsa, Um, a tackle that I hadn't heard too much of, but as I'm making these picks and as I've been seeing uh, these mock drafts, I see him rising, and I think that he could be a really good piece for them. Yeah, we agree, agreed again. Three in a row. Three in a row. Uh, I agree. Tyler Smith gets some depth for the O-line. They lost a couple pieces to injury. And also, I look at it this way. When in doubt, those their O-line is okay, and they don't have to use him right away. They can fill him in in some spots, have him develop, because they don't need him to be the best O-lineman on the roster right away. So I think Tyler Smith is not a bad pick there. And like I said, three in a row. We're on fire right now. I can guarantee you the next one won't agree because I have a guy that you already addressed. Same thing right here. I was about to say my next two picks, you already got off the board. Uh, so now let's move to pick 29, the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, lost in the AFC Championship. You wonder what they're going to do. Traded Tyreek Hill whenever everyone thought they were going to sign him to a contract extension. Still, I still haven't heard anything about 
why they did that. Yeah, why did that break down? Someone, please, if you know, tell if someone, me. if there is an insider with information, spread it out. We need to know. But uh, what do you have Kansas City doing with their first of back-to-back picks? They need to address their defense. Their defense is very, very, very bad. It's been bad for a while. Um, but they've really benefited on nobody being able to stop Patrick Mahomes until this year when he got stopped and their defense could not keep up. Nope. And so really, you got to go attack defense. You got to attack secondary. That's your weakest link. And so I got them taking Andrew Booth out of Clemson, really one of these top corners, one of the most underrated corners in this really good draft. So I, I, I like Andrew Booth here. Yeah, that's not a bad pick at all. Mine, I went with Kansas City. I went a different I went with wide receiver to help kind of replace Tyreek. I know they got some guys if you're agency like Juju, but no offense. I've seen Juju when he's number one wide receiver. He is not he's not going to be that good of a number one wide receiver for you. I'm not no disrespect to Juju. I liked him, but he ain't going to be that good of a number one. I don't care where you put him. Uh put him with a star wide receiver and it wouldn't be bad. So I have them going with a guy who you said uh, earlier, whenever you had him picked, was basically Tyreek Hill, the Kadarius Tony of the draft, or the Tyreek Hill 2.0. Uh, and that's Sky Moore from Western Michigan. I think overall he could be really good. And, you know, like I said, with some of the guys that the Chiefs have drafted and the guys they got in free agency, they don't need him to be Tyreek Hill mm-hmm. right away. They can, obviously, they'll use him in some of their packages because of his speed and his quickness, but he won't have to be uh, Cheetah that quick. For sure. So then at 30, Chiefs again. What do you got for them here? Uh, I got them taking Jordan Davis and beefing up that defensive line. Oh, my Uh, goodness. I think that Chris Jones really need be could move to an edge position. I agree. If they needed to. Or they could run a two-tackle set. You know, just whatever works for him. And Jordan Davis doesn't have to be a guy that plays right away, but he could really help this team from day one. And also, uh, Frank Clark, you don't know what they're going to do with him because – he can't stay out of trouble, so and he's owed a lot of money. Yep. Yeah, so you never, so you never know. So that's not a bad pick. I had them going more with secondary, like you had them going with their first pick. But your guy, you had him pick as well off my board. So I went with a guy from the Big Twelve champs. Drake told like the pick, uh, Jalen. I think it's Petrie. Petrie, yes, Jalen Petrie, the best corner on the Baylor defense. He was really good for them down the stretch during the run to the big 12 championship. And I think he could be a really good piece for the chiefs to add. And now at 31, the team that, you know, we all thought would be picking this late at the start of last year, especially with how they drafted uh, the Cincinnati Bengals. I, they over exceeded expectations. I think that's enough said, yeah. <laughs> got some O-line pieces for Joe Burrow. So that way he won't be in as much trouble last year. Uh, who do you have them going this year? Uh, I think their secondary could use a little bit of help. And a guy that I think could play all over in the secondary is Lewis Seen out of um, Georgia. This guy, he was a safety at Georgia, but I feel like he could play anywhere. Could be a good safety partner with Vaughn Bell and Jesse Bates. But I think he would make the move to corner to play with this team. And I think he could really excel there. I have the exact same pick as you yet again, because I look at it this way. <clears throat> Jesse Bates has clearly shown he is not happy there in the past couple of years. And this is a situation he's got franchise tag again, where you can have Lewis, you could use him as a corner early on. And when and now you have to let Jesse Bates, unfortunately go, 
you have someone that has experience playing safety that you has first round talent, plug him in right there. That's the way I see it. That would make a lot of sense. That way, either way, they get use out of him. So, and then the final pick, uh, I believe, do you still have Detroit here? I do. Uh, the Detroit Lions for you, Buffalo Bills for me. Uh, who do you have Detroit picking here? Um, I think uh, this is going to be a bit of a reach pick here. Hey, it's um, late in the first round. There's always those reach picks. But uh, this team, the Detroit Lions, they already have a quarterback who is owed a lot of money. It's going to be very hard to get rid of, so he's probably going to have to play through this contract. Um, so I see them taking a guy right here who is a talented quarterback, but definitely needs some time to develop and needs some time behind somebody who's seen the football field. And so I got him taking Desmond Ritter here out of Cincinnati. Um, I know that he is right now in a lot of people's boards in the top three uh, quarterbacks for some people. I've heard the Steelers are going to get him. So um, I definitely would not shock me to see him be a first-round pick here, especially right here at the end when uh, the Detroit Lions already know that really the best way to get your money's worth out of your golf is to play him. So it would be a perfect time to just develop Desmond Ritter. Yeah, not a not a bad idea at all. That's kind of how it went when I had Malik Willis, or you had a guy that I think he's got what two years maybe left on that contract, so you don't have to rush him onto the field. Let Jared Goff play it out. Not bad for me. I have Buffalo here. My last pick. This pick moved around. It went from uh, Detroit to Seattle, then to Buffalo. This pick, this thirty second pick's moved around for me. And it was the Rams pick. Yep. <laughs> right. And uh, it's not moving anymore. I wasn't trying to lead up to a trade there, but. It's done. It's going to stick with Buffalo here. And the way I see it, while wide receiver is a knee, I think cornerback is also a need. Uh, they lost Tredavious White, suffered a serious injury, I believe he tore his ACL near the end of last year. And you would think they're okay with Levi Wallace stepping up. Well, he is now on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Love the signing. Uh, so they are really running thin at corner. And, you know, don't get me wrong, getting weapons for Josh Allen is not bad. But he clearly showed last year with the weapons they had that they could score just as easily. Mm -hmm. So I have them going with a guy from Florida, Kyer Elam, one of the more physical corners in the draft. And a guy I think could fit in really well in Buffalo. Absolutely. And that is it. Our first round is complete. Our final mock draft this year is complete. Uh, should be a very interesting, in, I can't speak, interesting draft of uh, this year, lots of moves. I mean, our mock drafts might be completely wrong. I'm, I'm would not be surprised if our mm -hmm. mock drafts are completely wrong because there's that much that is unknown about what to expect in this draft. For sure. So later this week, that is to be determined. We'll probably at least get an NBA episode out to you, maybe to keep an eye on the playoffs. Next, we'll probably won't do an NFL draft, another NFL draft episode till next week when the whole draft is over and we can look at our team's drafts. So expect probably just one episode this Friday, but I mean, you're getting two on Monday and Tuesday, so you really shouldn't be complaining. And then you can look back on this after the draft and see how right or wrong we were. But yeah, that's the plan for the next week. That is the legend Austin Hill. I am Austin Wader, and we want to thank you for listening.